Acast recommends podcasts we love. I'm Louise McSharry and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, Catch Up with Louise McSharry. Each Friday, I'll do my best to catch you up on the week's news and culture from the lowest of brows to the relatively high. With the help of experts and relevant guests, I'll take you through the week's events and I'll be armed with recommendations too for books, telly and anything else that's impressed me. Check out Catch Up with Louise McSharry wherever you get your podcasts. Acast is home to the world's best podcasts, including In the News from the Irish Times, Irish History Podcast, and the one you're listening to right now. Welcome to the Miracles Happen Fertility Podcast, where it's all about using the power of your mind to create hope, health, and miracles on your fertility journey. And now your host, a dash of science and a heap of spirit, Dr. Maria Rothenberger. Well, hello, it's Maria Rothenberger, your host for the Miracles Happen Fertility Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am in the West Coast, USA, Oregon, to be precise. And we are coming into fall. This is being recorded in October 2020. It's been a banner year. (laughs) If you're having a little bit of trouble this year, damn, you are not alone. Uh, Back in December of 2019, I decided to begin the year with a compassion series. And for myself, with a book called... um, a year of living with more compassion. And I said to myself, why keep it to myself and decided to record each week's quote and compassion practice via video. And it is now published on YouTube. So if you are having some trouble settling and feeling compassion, especially in the USA's political climate, can I say and social justice issues, OMG, Uh, you might want to check out that compassion series. Today's episode is episode 80. Uh, I'm creeping ever closer to that number 100. I've been on um, this podcast for a few years, but I have only been able to dedicate weekly time to it in the last, I think in, in 2020. Yeah, in all of 2020, I've been able to dedicate some weekly time. So I am creeping faster up to that 100th episode. And I will likely be celebrating in some fashion. So if you are a um, listener um, and you are on my newsletter, you know that I like to celebrate and give shit away. So if you're not on my newsletter head on over to DrMariaRothenberger.com and sign up right away. You can sign up right on the bottom there of the page. There's a little mini pop-up or you can sign up on the front page and you'll get a um, fertility meditation kit for free, which includes two full-length meditations, an ebook about why meditation is essential for your fertility journey. And I do not say that flippantly. It is absolutely essential, the number one tool that I like to uh, talk about and I still use. And it's really important. Go get yourself the meditation kit. 
Okay, do I need to be any clearer than that? <laughs> okay. What else is happening in this world? Before we get to the content today, you may have seen the title already. It is Don't Just Do Something, Stand There. And I'll be talking, obviously, about what that means. But before we get to that, more announcements. Um, we are getting closer. Oh, and I'm getting some chills to the publication of my book, Transiting Infertility. It has been friggin' A, a long process. And thanks to, you know, global pandemic and chat, ah, the publication has been delayed. Uh, it was supposed to be published in April, but we are now looking at November 21st, 2020, and that will happen. Super excited. Something else that's pretty cool, if you um, don't want to wait for the book to come out, you want to start doing the work as laid out in that book already. By the way, if you don't know what Transcending Infertility is about, it's about um, my personal fertility journey and interwoven in that journey are the keys, the, the nine keys that I've, that I discovered on my own journey that helped me transcend the devastation of infertility. And I lay it all out there for you. This is why I experienced post-traumatic growth. This is why I feel like I can actually say thank you to infertility, which I know feels like bullshit to a lot of people because F infertility, right? Oh, wait, I'll just say fuck infertility. Come on. If you're an avid listener of this podcast, you know that, yeah, I like to use a little language every now and again. Um, so that's what the book is about. Now, if you are interested in the work in learning about these fertility keys, I just published an e-course that takes the first three fertility keys and runs you right through them over a 30 day period. The program in the, in the book, Transcending Infertility is a 90 day program uh, the, the courses I'm breaking up into three. So this first course was just published. I haven't even advertised it yet. It was just published. So it's there in the fertility shop at drmariarothenberger.com forward slash shop. Oh, I better check that actually. I'm going to just check that without pausing while we're, while we're talking here. Um, yeah. So the, the, um, oh, actually, you know what? You can go to Dr. Maria Rothenberger forward slash fertility reset. That is where you'll find out more about the e-course. The e-course is called the fertility reset. And uh, you'll be able to find out a lot more about the course there. It is right now. It is on sale. I'll be advertising it soon to my list and everything. But for you guys listening now, it is on sale and it absolutely is going to go away. This price is going to go away. It's a, it's $127 US. That's insane. Can I tell you? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know how much I charge for an individual session, one-on-one -on -one session? This is 30 days, almost 40 videos of this are involved in this course downloadable audio if you prefer audio you get three three meditations full-length meditations along with this i mean it's crazy for 127 bucks it's like pocket change for everything that you get in this course so it is that price is going to go away <clears throat> excuse me i think in one week 
October 15th, I have it scheduled for. So head on over to that if you want to check it out. Again, drmariarothenberger.com forward slash fertility reset. If you are in that headspace where you've tried all the things and nothing is working, it's time. It's time. And you're feeling that overwhelmingness, the worry, the anxiety, the obsessive thoughts, that course is for you. So head on over to, again, one more time, drmariarothenberger.com forward slash fertility reset. So that's what's happening in the Miracles Happen Fertility Center slash podcast world. Uh, Again, you can get this podcast to the interviews, the interviews on my YouTube channel, the Miracles Happen Fertility Center, same place that you can get the Compassion Series videos. So lots of stuff to check out lately. Lots of content. I've been a working and it has been, I mean, I just said today to, to somebody, I, I like, don't feel like I'm working because I love my job so much. It's like, it's such a good time. I'm going to um, share briefly one more thing before we get into today's topic. I received um, some feedback from two people today. One is a former client and the other um, found me through the podcast. So um, the first one, I mean, God, both, both I'm like, wow, um, just really moving. Uh, the, the first bit of feedback that I got uh, was from a client, a former client who I'm now um, friends with. Now, this is cool. The cool part about coaching is that I'm able to be like friends with people in a therapeutic relationship. I can't do that. But in a coaching situation, what's up? We can be buddies. So as a former client, but we're now buddies. And she just found out that her beta was positive today. 176. She says to me, I hope you know how much credit you deserve for me getting to this point in my journey. My state of mind was dramatically different than it had been. And I really feel like that made a giant difference. One of your favorite words. My gratitude is more than I can express. Okay, so I was already tearful when I got her positive news. And then that made me more tearful. (laughs) So, hey, you, you know who I'm talking about. Thank you so much for your feedback. And um, I'm only a tiny, tiny bit of the process. You're the other giant bit of the process. And she's right. That is one of my favorite words. (laughs) I thank you so much for inviting me into your life for your journey and all of you who are listening to who invite me into your car or into onto your walks or wherever you invite this podcast into your life. Just, I have so much gratitude for you. I have so much gratitude for you right back. So this other uh, bit of feedback that I got is an email from Shannon. And I just, I feel like, I mean, I am still very moved by this feedback, but also I feel like 
others need to hear it too. She says her story and she, she gave me permission ahead of time to share this. So thank you, Shannon. So she says, I, I won't read the whole thing because it's, it's quite long. And P.S. She's a beautiful writer and I really want to like, I want to read her book. <laughs> Honestly, it's an amazing story. So she found me through the podcast and um, she shares a little history. So she says, my husband and I are 36 years old. We're from Canada. We've been married 15 years and on the journey for 10 years, uh, but seven years since we got really serious about it, she says. We were diagnosed with unexplained infertility seven years ago, but decided to keep trying naturally for a while longer. Finally, four years ago, we decided we didn't want to mess around anymore. I went back to update our testing and begin IUI. Doctors had just found a suspicious lump on my breast, and I was waiting for a lumpectomy. There was also a less suspicious tumor behind my left ear that I was on a waiting list for it to be removed since it wasn't suspected to be cancer. Well, as it turned out, waiting for the second surgery delayed our fertility treatments for three years. The suspicious breast lump ended up being benign, but the innocent tumor behind my ear turned out to be a rare head and neck cancer that I was diagnosed with after surgery last August. Three years after the MRI and biopsy showed it was likely benign, I was 35. Life quickly turned upside down for us, and then I had to go right back in for a second surgery and woke up with paralysis of my neck, lower lip, and left shoulder blade, making me lose the ability to move my arm. They knew it was temporary, but it took five months and loads of physio before I could even lift my arm to 45 degrees. As a dental hygienist, my neck and shoulder are basically what I rely on to get me through my day. So it's been a long uphill battle. I was given a all clear by my surgeon in November 2019 to begin fertility treatments. We started IUI and on our second cycle in January, I was pregnant. We were over the moon excited after being so patient for all those years, but unfortunately we lost the baby at 10 weeks at the end of March. The pandemic closures forced me to take, take the time to really work at healing, not just physically, but emotionally and spiritually after everything we've been through over that past year. I often hear you and others liken the trauma of fertility struggles to that of being diagnosed with cancer. Well, I had been dealing with both of these things, as well as a miscarriage, and I had some serious work to do. I focused all of my time and energy on doing healing work for myself, and I've come so far. I really do feel like I've grown so much over these past months, and in some ways, as weird as it sounds, I'm grateful for these difficult life lessons and the fact that I'll be a better mother and human because of them, my post-traumatic growth. I am so grateful for time that this pandemic has gifted me. COVID has been so good to me. She goes on to talk about <clears throat> more of her journey. And I, I'm, I'm getting like chills here and I'm fighting back some tearfulness because it's amazing that through all of not just what Shannon's going through, but you, you that are listening and what we have to endure is, is absolutely, there aren't any words. 
there aren't any, if I could see you right now and just look in your eyes right now, you would nod and I would nod and we would know. We would know how devastatingly difficult this process is. And then to have other medical diagnoses on top of this, life-threatening diagnoses, is unreal. There's one um, synchronicity that Shannon references here that I'm, I'm now smiling about. She said, um, I noticed on Apple Podcasts that episode 67 was missing. Instead of just continuing on with number 68, something told me to look it up on your website. I had to laugh a little to myself when I saw that the missing episode was your interview, interview with Dr. Diva Nagula sharing his experience with cancer diagnosis. Must have been my intuition not wanting me to miss that episode. Those are the things that I'm talking about. <laughs> things like that that happen that are synchronistic. They seem to be coincidences but they are synchronistic experiences. Another client just emailed me today about a synchronistic event. And the first person actually that I read her text message just before, she sent me a synchronistic event. They happen all the time. <clears throat> and it's, it's incredible when you begin to realize and notice that these synchronistic events happen, that there, there's meaning in there. Sometimes we don't know right away what the meaning is, but there is meaning in there. So Shannon ends this email. If you actually made it to the end of this novel of an email, you're a trooper. It's been a little therapeutic writing all of this out, actually. So thank you for listening. Please keep doing what you're doing because you're helping so many people out there who are struggling to find their way and gracefully navigate through this journey. Gracefully is like, wow, so rare. You helped me snap out of my feelings of poor me that were starting to creep up and cloud my vision and my actions, no matter how this chapter of our story ends, whether it's by our spirit baby finally finding its way to us or by moving on to adoption of our spirit child instead. I know with every fiber of my being, and this is my favorite part, I know with every fiber of my being that I will be a better person moving forward because of it all. Thank you for reminding me of that. Shannon, you are so welcome, my dear. So, so welcome. And everybody else listening, I hope that you find the same movement in your spirit, the same movement in your mind and in your emotions and your body because it's all connected. And that is the reason why I wrote transcending infertility because I can't in good consciousness keep this shit to myself. <laughs> Everybody needs to feel this level of growth, to feel this level of movement, to feel this level of healing on the journey. And Shannon, thank you so much for sharing this beautiful email. And really, I want a copy of your book when it comes out. I hope you write it. It's amazing. Others need to hear your story in depth as well. Okay, so moving on to the topic for today, which is don't just do something, stand there. Now, what does this mean? When I think of this topic, when I think of this saying, it's usually the other way around, right? Well, don't just stand there, do something. 
And I think that that's where we get, what's the word I'm looking for? We get tripped up because in the fertility world or in any world, really, our culture invites continually planning, 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 planning. If this doesn't work, then that, if this doesn't work, then that, right? It's like, it's like those things that you see, like in the back of a textbook, the decision tree, you know, like if not, not, do you need this? Yes or no. How about this? Yes or no. And you have to keep moving through this planning process. The problem with not just standing there and doing all the time in the fertility world is it creates desperation. If you heard, um, oh gosh, did I talk about this on this podcast? I think I probably did. <clears throat> oh yes, I read a part of it. I read a part of Transcending Infertility on this podcast. And I wrote, I read about the chapter called Quieting the Desperation. And in fact, it's the very first fertility key in the book and in the e-course, the Fertility Reset um, e-course. So what happens when you come from a desperate place is not only are you feeling crazy in your head, but your body is constantly alerted. It's constantly in alert. Now, you know what we do, right? With our fertility stuff. We think, okay, this is our plan for now. We're going to do, I've met with somebody recently who's like, okay, so we talked to the fertility doc and we're going to do three IUIs and then an IVF. And I'm like, what if you get pregnant and have a live child after the first IUI? Like, <laughs> why must there be a plan beyond that? And it's, it's just how we operate, right? Then mark my words after that first IUI. Okay, so we're going to do two more IUIs and then an IVF. And if that doesn't work, then, right, we go on and on and on and on and on. Not to mention all the little nuances in there, right? Okay, so the first IUI we're going to do um, totally natural and we'll just do wash sperm. The second IUI we're going to do you know, such and such meds, the third IUI, blah, blah, blah. You can get incredibly detailed. I'm going to add an acupuncture. I'm going to do whatever. We can plan, plan, plan like freaking crazy. We are so good at that shit, aren't we? You know, and I know, and you know that I know that you know that I know. We all know that we are good at that. We have to find some balance in there. And that is where the don't just do something, stand there, comes in. Especially, especially when you've been dealt a devastating blow, a loss, a failed cycle, especially after that, but definitely all the time, just especially after a big blow, please consider creating a pause. Your brain will still want to go to that place where you're now creating chess moves. You know, you're planning five moves ahead. Please consider not doing that. 
please consider giving your mind, your body, and your spirit a break. Yes, the devastation is real and you need to freaking feel it. What happens when we plan for the future, especially after we've been dealt a big blow, is that we distract ourselves, which is, which is you know, generally seen, especially in the mental health world, as like a useful skill. Just distract yourself. And that's fine. The problem is you cannot do that indefinitely if you want healing to occur. In order for healing to occur, to occur you have to feel your feelings. You just have to. And frankly, and I just did another interview actually yesterday. Oh, it won't be published until December. Dang it. But it's about um, mindfulness and using music. It's amazing. I can't wait. I cannot wait for you guys to hear from this guy called Mind Travel. If you're really curious, check out mindtravel.com. Anyway, he said um, he he did not experience uh, the fertility world, but he had a trauma And he was talking about this toward the very end of the podcast. He says something like this. If you do not sit with your feelings, they're just going to hang out and they will show up anyway. They're going to show up and they're going to surface anyway. That is a a variation on things that I talk about all the time. They will stay stagnant. This trauma, all these feelings, everything that you are experiencing will hang out and your body will have absolute memory for it. It'll come out in the weirdest times. You'll be completely bawling your eyes out for seemingly no reason at all when there's plenty of reason, right? It's like, oh no, I just stubbed my toe. And you're like on on the floor in a fetal position, right? And then you're like, why am I so upset about this? This is crazy. But it's not. It's because you didn't feel your feelings. 10 years ago when you had three miscarriages in a row. It's the trauma from when you were in your second IUI and it didn't work. You were, you, you never processed that. You never felt those feelings. You just kept keeping on because frankly, that's our culture. You stick your chin out. That's it. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm going to be all right. And you probably are. This is how we realize that we're stronger than we thought we were. Because you you probably are so freaking strong. Anybody who's dealt with the fertility world is freaking strong. The problem is, you think being strong means not feeling your feelings. When it's the exact opposite. Feeling your feelings moving through that windstorm, that's where your strength is because you're demonstrating your flexibility. Listen back to the episode, Be the Bamboo, and that will express more in detail of what I'm talking about here. Your strength lies in your flexibility, your movement with the shittiness, your movement with the difficulty, your movement with those repeated pregnancy losses, your movement with a failed cycle. It depends on that. Your strength depends on that. It's, it's only building more strength when you, when you show your flexibility like that. So the next time that you run into a difficult situation 
And everybody knows this too. It's like, have you ever, (laughs) have you ever received a nasty email and like you're typing away furiously right back and then you hit send and then like the next day you're like, oh fuck, (laughs) damn it. I wish I didn't hit send because now I feel bad. Can I take it back? Now, now you know to create a pause before you do that. Now you know to don't just do something, stand there. Because that creates this pause. It creates this space to just feel what you're feeling before you proceed. Actually, the most recent uh, compassion podcast or compassion vlog that I put out on YouTube was, uh, I think it was just yesterday, um, beginning of October 2020. October, let me see, I think it was the 6th, October 6th. It talks about that a specific skill that I've actually mentioned on this podcast before called STOP. It's an acronym. S stands for stop or pause. T stands for take a breath. O stands for observe. And P stands for proceed. So basically what this means is before you actually do something, you stand there. This is creating this pause, taking a breath. That's a pause. And then you observe what is actually happening to me right now. What is actually happening mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually? What's happening right now? And you just notice there's no reason to change it. If you are a blubbering mess on the subway in New York City, first of all, you'd be like normal because who cares? Nobody's caring on a subway in New York City. But if you are stoic, if you are wherever you are struggling, just observe, observe. I'm feeling crazy right now. I'm feeling pissed off right now. I'm feeling absolutely devastated right now. I'm feeling totally numb. This is what my body feels like. I feel tension in my shoulders. I feel like I'm going to throw up. I feel nothing, completely numb. Where is my spirit right now? Where is my spirit? um, I'm losing complete faith. I feel disconnected from my spirit baby or whoever has meaning for you in your life. I I feel like I have no worth right now. That's a very, that touches the soul. It touches the spirit deeply. So you're asking where you are. And sometimes you don't freaking know where you are. So you just say that. I don't know where I am spiritually. What does that even mean? I don't know what my body feels like. What does that even mean? If that's how how it is, that's how it is. And that's what you observe. Once you have that observation, then you proceed. Then you created enough pause to begin to do something. And hopefully it's a wise something. Hopefully you're not heading for the fridge to emotion eat. You're not heading to, you know, the bar to get some alcohol while you're feeling that shitty. Hopefully, I mean, once in a while, okay, but not you're not a pattern because that is not the wise choice a hundred percent of the time. 
And we're not talking about perfection here. So if once in a while you need to head to the fridge to get something to soothe your emotions, okay. But not most of the time. That's the goal. I'm a big proponent of being imperfect. And if you actually check out the Fertility Reset eCourse, you'll know what I you'll know what I'm talking about. I kind of drive that point home. So you want to proceed after you have created this pause and observation. And then check that email that you've written and see if that's actually what you want to say. Change it up as I know I would have on countless occasions because I've done that oh many times, sadly. All right, so that is what this topic is. Don't just do something, stand there. The next time that you come into a really difficult situation, don't just do something, stand there. Create this pause. You won't regret it. Okay, for now, let's do what I haven't done in a while on this podcast. Let's do a brief meditation. And if you are tracking your meditation, you can check it off your list for the day. Let's do a brief meditation on pausing. We're just going to pause for a few minutes, maybe just two minutes. We're going to pause. Okay. If you are in a place where you can close your eyes, I really recommend that you do so. So just fluttering your eyes closed right now. We're going to do a slight visualization to create some calm in your body. Okay. So with your eyes closed, if you're able to envision with me now a butterfly, a beautiful butterfly floating just above the crown of your head and make this butterfly any color or colors of your choosing that are healing for you that signify peace and calm tranquility and know in your mind that everywhere that this butterfly touches is met with peace is met with tranquility these healing experiences are infused in your body through this butterfly. So imagining now this butterfly moves to the top of your head and flutters down the back of your neck and your shoulders, noticing what happens when the butterfly rests there. Your jaw going slack. The muscles of your face completely dropping, your shoulders rolling back. And when you feel these muscles releasing, noticing that you're able to breathe out the toxins that were resting there, that were hanging out in those tight, tense muscles. And the butterflies floating down now to your upper back and your middle back and lower back and around front your chest and your abdomen 
Noticing your stomach coming out, back in and out. No tension, everything being released. Breathing out all of the tension that the butterfly has released. And the butterfly now fluttering down to your hip area and upper thighs, knees, lower legs, feet. Noticing that it stays in areas, lingers in areas where there's a little extra healing necessary. Make this healing experience strong. Make the color of the butterfly strong and the energy coming off of it strong, emanating purity, safety. wellness and now knowing that you can access this butterfly any time that you would like just for a moment to help alleviate tension and bring back some wellness into your mind body spirit fluttering your eyes open when you feel comfortable doing so fluttering your toes and fingers, coming back to your waking life and checking that mindfulness practice off of your list for the day. Thank you so much for joining me. And if you are so inclined, I really would love some feedback on the platform that you're listening to this podcast from right now. Please rate it, subscribe, leave a star rating and a and a written rating would be amazing. Head on over to Miracles Happen Fertility Center on YouTube and subscribe there if you'd like to get new content there as well. I really appreciate you. Uh, I really appreciate your feedback. I really appreciate your stories. And I love hearing about how you have moved through your journey in a way that is maybe surprising to you how you've experienced post-traumatic growth and how perhaps you intend to continue experiencing the growth. As always, my friends, may you be happy and peaceful and tranquil and the epitome of health. And may you know that miracles are on their way to you. Until next time, be well.